Hi, and welcome to another episode of On the Job with Porak. I'm Brian Marvel, president of Porak. With me is Porak Vice President Damon Kurtz. Today we're hosting Porak Executive Committee member Barry Donnellan and Porak Central Coast Chapter Director Mike Pruger to talk about the success of their Fund a Hero campaigns that were hosted by their association and the benefits they raised. Back in December, Oakland POA was raising money for kids of former Oakland Police Sergeant Mark Dunnigan and his wife Angela, who both lost their lives in a 10-year span. Sergeant Dunnigan was violently murdered while serving as an Oakland police officer on March 21, 2009. Within weeks, the goal of raising $60,000 had been reached. And just south of Oakland, Santa Cruz DSA helped raise over $800,000 for the family of Santa Cruz Sheriff Sergeant Damon Gutzweiler, who was shot and killed in the line of duty on June 6th, 2020. The main reason for this episode is to talk about the Fund a Hero program, and I know Damon was an integral part of creating this, and uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about how it came about and uh, why we put it together. Well, you know, upon my election, Vice President it was one of the goals that we had um, putting together some sort of a fundraising mechanism, a crowdfunding mechanism that was not profit organization, something that, that makes money. One of the problems that I saw with uh, the pop, most popular one out there, GoFundMe, was you know you really didn't have control who put together a fundraising effort or where the money went. In my agency back in Fresno, we had an officer who lost a child in a traffic accident and there was a fundraiser done. But the fundraiser wasn't done by that officer uh, and the money never went to to help with the issues related to the, um, the child's death. And that was a problem. And then later, uh, Barry had an officer involved in a really horrific traffic collision and the money was tied up, uh, due to red tape and the family never really saw any relief out of that. And so that was a problem for me. And so we sat down and came up with this, this plan with, uh, with Porak and staff and you to create a Porak funding mechanism here that was that was ours and that we could do for our members that could protect them from fraud and make sure that the monies goes to the right place and that we're helping our members because ultimately that's the goal of every organization is to help their members you know we were associations were all funded uh, or started as uh you know, widows and orphans funds. You know, we've morphed over the years for advocacy and, you know, contracts and things like that. But at the nexus of what we are about is helping our members and their families. And that's what this is about. Yeah, I think it was a, uh, I think it's a statewide issue. Um, we also experienced a similar situation where um, we had a line of duty death of an officer and um, all of these uh, GoFundMes popped up, uh, raising money for the family. Uh, none of them were legitimate. Uh, required a lot of staff time uh, to reach out to these folks um, and and reach out to GoFundMe to to close these accounts down as we were trying to fundraise as an association. And also, you know, with 
PORAC having the Fund a Hero campaign, you know, this allows people, if you're a PORAC member and you hear about an officer, uh, line of duty death or somebody that needs help, you know, their first place they should go is our PORAC website. Um, we're sort of the blue check mark on uh, fundraisers for law enforcement in the state of California because of how big we are. And the other issue is, is GoFundMe type of accounts, they can close the accounts at a whim. They may not like the officer or the circumstances surrounding the incident, and they will close that fund down. We're here at PORAC, if it's a line of duty death and it's supporting a family of a line of duty death officer, we're going to have it open. And the good thing for us is PORAC as a board has decided to cover the expenses associated with processing the credit cards. I don't think there's any other funds out there that do what we do to make sure that the family is made whole. Um, back to Barry and yours, yours was sort of like our kickoff of the program. Um, and it really did a good job. How did your members receive this new platform and overall, how was it received, I guess, within your department? So the irony is, is that, uh, the problems we had with, uh, another fundraiser connected to GoFundMe is what sparked us ultimately using Fund a Hero. And it was a certain amount of irony to the fact that ultimately Oakland was the very first uh, user of the platform. I, I got to tell you, I think both the members and the wider community in Oakland and in the region who stepped up to help uh, these three uh, kids who were, who were left without their parents after a, a litany of, of tragedies really appreciated the fact that the money that they contributed went to the family. This is the essence of what PORAC does. This is cops helping cops. And that's what this program and this campaign did. The exorbitant fees that we saw associated with using other platforms were eliminated. So when a member uh, in the police department or a citizen of Oakland made that contribution, it went directly to that family. And as an association leader, you know that the PORAC brand is trusted, this campaign and its platform is trusted. So you know that that money is going to the family that you're sponsoring. And the ease at which, even for the initial campaign it went, is really a testament, not just to the leadership of PORAC, but to the staff here at headquarters who got all the bugs out for us and got it up and running and ensured that this family was helped out significantly by the money that was raised for them. And then now, Mike, so your campaign was the biggest one we've ever had. I was praying that we would get to a million dollars. We almost got there. But what did your members, what kind of feedback did you get from the community, from your membership? I mean, yours was really, really, I think, took us over the top in letting people know that this platform is legitimate. We're here to help our members. And we've shown that we have a, a really good track record of doing that. Yeah, I, th I think what uh, helped us was a lot of messaging. Um, I mean, our tragedy occurred on June 6th. Uh, and by six o'clock in the morning, I was trying to contact somebody up here on June 7th to, uh, begin the, uh, the process, um, which is, takes time 
to get through the process, but once it does, you're able to get it up and running. And we started, I believe, at twenty-five or 50000 and uh, within a couple hours, we already sur- surpassed that amount. What we did maybe a little differently is uh, we got it out on the Facebook and the uh, internet, and we started uh, asking people to share it throughout their uh, communities. By putting it out on Facebook, I believe we had 800 shares within that first week uh, throughout our community and so uh, the law enforcement community. Um, we received uh, donations from every state in the nation. Um, so the messaging that went out in the broad sense uh, allowed us to really uh, bring in the amount of money that we did. Uh, we were I was starting to get a little embarrassed, to be honest with you, in that we were getting such uh, outpour of love uh, for what, what what had happened, um, and I was constantly calling Damon, raising the uh, the amount up and up to the point where we finally said, "Let's go for a million. And we we came short, but it was uh, you know this money is going to do nothing but help this family. and And Damon left behind one son and a daughter that was born three weeks after he passed away. So this monies are going to help uh, for years and years to come. You know, you mentioned something in there about pushing it out, you know, through through social media, the media. I know I went down there and met with you and your sheriff and your sheriff was really good about putting it out. And I think that's a message that really, if we can drive anything home during this podcast to the uh, association leadership that's listening, and should you ever have to use this platform, that that's super important, that you take it upon yourself and your leadership at your organization to push this out into your community, that, you know, the lion's share of the money is going to come from your local community because that's where the the emotional connection is going to be. Um, your situation was a little bit different. It, became, it made national news, which which helped obviously tremendously with the, the fundraising efforts. But having the local association to put out press releases and and put it out on social media and work with their chief or sheriff to put that out and then can not to just leave it alone and let it go, but to continue to push it out. Because if you just you just let it go and just think, well, Porak's going to do it for you, that's not going to get the results you're looking for. We have the platform. We do, yes, we do put it out there, but really it's incumbent on those associations to, to really push that message. I couldn't agree more. Death and tragedy doesn't recognize whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. And our sheriff in our community is very liberal community, but our sheriff had no problem getting on Fox News and uh, speaking to a broader amount of people and uh, and really pushing the message and the Fund a Hero uh, message came out loud and clear. And just to add to what uh, Damon was saying about making sure that the associations really push it out, um, you know, Porak, in addition to creating the uh, the platform, uh, we created basically like a style guide or a media guide. So when you sign up for it, um, now you will get a uh, sample press releases where you just need to fill in some names and some information, contact information. Uh, we have images for a variety of the uh, social media platforms. Um, and I just to really stress what Damon says, it's really incumbent upon the association and the leadership and the agency to really push it out the best they can. I mean, obviously, we're, we're doing what we can here in Sacramento, but um, 
the connectivity to the incident is in the local community. And, and that's been the key that we've seen with the, the ones that have been really successful versus the ones that, I mean, I think they've all uh, done okay, but there's some that have been done, that have done way better than others. And you can tell by the engagement of that association, it really shows who's pushing it out and who's not. So Barry, with the uh, success of that campaign within your agency and your department, did your, did your members feel more comfortable contributing to a platform like this that's, you know, cops you know, helping other cops, you know, what, what was some of the, the feedback overall that you got just about maybe this specific campaign and the other campaigns that they're seeing now? So for the family, for the members of the police department, it provided that connection to those three children um, who lost their parents in those two tragedies. And it, it provided a tangible way to make a contribution. And the family had a, a private service for Angela, which, um, as a result of being relatively small, didn't um, the department didn't have a huge presence that it was small by virtue of a request from the family. And as a result, then it became the fund a hero campaign and making that contribution, seeing your name come up on the screen as being part of the uh, Oakland police family, contributing to the Dunnikins, really had that connection to the family and and the, uh, the kids themselves. And then the contributions themselves, you know, address real world challenges for three young people. And um, it literally put food on the table, a roof over the head, and uh, two of the three were in school that helped their uh, continuing schooling as their mother's estate was settled. So it gave tangible uh, results to those three children so they could, um, you know, try and overcome the challenges of losing both their parents. So I, I think on uh, from every aspect, the campaign was a big success. Yeah, that's one of the things that we do receive some of the feedback is, you know, if, if somebody's killed in the line of duty or they die, you know, it's like, well, they have a pension they're going to be taken care of. And it's, you know, the reality is the the family member is the income is not going to be there. there. There's so many other tangible stuff that needs to be handled uh, financially that isn't necessarily going to be covered by the benefits that are provided by the municipality or the county or the state um, in a sense. So th this is a way to directly impact those lives. Like, like you said, Mike, his kids are now going to be, they're going to be taken care of for the, hopefully for the rest of their lives, at least, there was some way of supporting them for the sacrifice that Damon made for the community. I mean, it was just, it's super tragic. And that's really why we're trying to push this out the best we can to, to let members know that this is an option. You know, it's, it really is a, a place of knowing that your donation is going to go to that family. And, you know, with that in mind, the ability to get it out there as soon as possible prevents other people from putting out the GoFundMes. And we were able to then funnel people directly to fund a hero. And so they weren't sidetracked by other attempts at uh, raising monies. Um, we really pushed them right to there. And uh, there's a lot of people that were a little hesitant at first, but once we were able to explain to them that this was a not-for-profit, um, we, we we were doing this for the for the officer, for the deputy, for their families. It went over tremendously. 
Yeah, that's one of the, uh, the, the the big things that I try to push. And I know we as a board talk about it. It's just, you know, sadly, there are some public safety uh, charity organizations that aren't necessarily doing the right stuff. And here at PORAC, we are. We're making sure that the families are being taken care of. We aren't taking any money out of this. This is this is to benefit the family. You know, something else on that, too, is we put this together and we don't save any of the names that people, you know, that donate. You know, if they donate, they donate for this cause. They're not going to get another email saying, hey, do you want to donate for this one? There are other platforms out there that once you donate to them, you're, it's kind of like you're on the hook and they're going to continue trying to come back to the well over and over and over again. And that's going to turn them off for future campaigns. If you have some, uh, God forbid, you have another tragedy, people are not going to want to do that again. And that's something that I, I, you know, I think we're proud of is that we're doing it for that individual member and we're not doing it for anybody else. And we're not doing it to promote our name or anything else. We're doing it for the member because that's what we're about is, you know, as association leadership is to take care of our member and their families. And so I think that's important to, to note that it's a, uh, I want to say it's a stand-up cause. We're not, we're not trying to do it for any other reason. Another point to make on our program, we don't have any contractual language that tells anybody they cannot use any other funding source. Our goal is to help that family for whether tragedy that's they're going through and whether they get the funding through our funding source with Fund a Hero or they go elsewhere, we want that family to be helped. So I think it's important to note that we don't try to uh, keep folks from using other platforms if they need be. We just encourage them to use ours. Yeah, the, each campaign is an individual campaign. We're not capturing names. We're not capturing emails. You're not going to get an ad from us, and we're not selling other products uh, by you contributing. If you're contributing to an individual campaign, it's going to that campaign, and we're moving on. And if you want to donate to another one, that's absolutely great. But To take that one step further, the amount of monies that were donated for uh, Damon, we've gone back to our uh, officers and say, hey, listen, uh, Fund a Hero is sending out another request for a fallen officer. As you said, someone passed away uh, today in San Diego. So our officers are now attuned to uh, the requests that come through. And we, we received such an outpouring of love from uh, everybody for our fallen. We, we in turn share uh, for the others. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, you're right. It, it does create that credibility that we need. And I think everybody here at the table and everybody we work with is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're very charitable. Um, we're, you don't really necessarily sometimes see the charity work that we do when we're actually working. Um, and this is an opportunity to, to recognize uh, all of the people that do contribute to those funds and thank them immensely uh, for the contributions and for helping out the families of the fallen officers. Is there anything uh, you'd like to add or that I missed there, uh, Barry? I, I just, I think we've hit all the major points. I would just say again, I know it's been mentioned, is that it is incumbent on the association that requests this to push it out in their local community. And you just, you bow to what Mike said and what he did in Santa Cruz was fabulous. There was a, a national uh, story behind that tragic line of duty death, but your association and Mike himself took advantage of that and used the platform created by PORAC to go out there and fundraise. And it's going to have a return to that family for years to come.
So it's a huge success. But it's not just, hey, Porak set it up and then Porak does everything. We provide the tools for the association leader to be successful, to raise money for um, their loss, but they have to push it out. Um, we don't know in various localities in California, you don't know the local TV station, the journalist, the newspaper. It's the association leader who does, and you have, they have to um, drive that campaign locally in order for it to be successful. Thank you. Well, I want to thank uh, Barry and Mike. Barry obviously being the first and Mike being the largest in a sense of the, the fundraising piece of it. Uh, very tragic uh, stories to both of them. Um, so thank you uh, for being here and sharing, uh, you know, some of your um, behind the scenes work on, on making the uh, Fund to Heroes successful. Definitely want to thank Damon for the hard work in putting this together and, and actually uh, making it a reality. And the Porak staff, because they, they couldn't have done it without them. No, absolutely. And that was, that was definitely going to thank the Porak staff because uh, they're the ones who uh, receive it. Uh, they put it together and, and they get it out on all our uh, social media platforms. Um, you know, the creating of the style guide. Uh, you know, we're here as a service to facilitate and uh, amplify your voice locally uh, on a statewide level and on a national level. So uh, everybody, uh, you know, everybody involved in the creation of the Fund to Hero, I want to thank them for the hard work uh, that they did in, in putting it together and, and providing this platform, a uh, legitimate platform that's not out there trying to make money uh, for the organization. It's out there trying to help the families. So thank you again for uh, joining us on this latest episode of On the Job with Porak. We hope you enjoyed it. Lastly, we'd like to say thank you to all our Porak members and our nation's law enforcement. Be safe and have a great day. Porak is California's largest law enforcement organization and the largest statewide association in the nation, representing over 77,000 public safety members since 1953. Our monthly podcasts, as well as past episodes, are available on Porak.org, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Porak's YouTube channel, or where popular podcasts are downloaded. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms and tag us with your suggestions for future show topics. To learn more about our organization, visit us at Porak. Porak.org. We are Porak.